Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo. I had some trouble there. A little bit of trouble <laughs> off the bat. My friend Katie and I, who you just heard, we watch this show and we talk about them each episode one by one. That's what we do. We're 20 seconds in. We're doing great. It sounded almost like you were going to rap for a second. Just to see, yeah. Like, it's like I thought about it. Beastie Boys again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All Beastie Boys is good Beastie Boys. Fact. <laughs> Talking about beasties, today's show well, is called Mystery at the Zoo. Well done. Which is full of beasties. Beautiful segue. <laughs> <laughs> it first aired on November 6, 1980. The Beastie Boys weren't a band yet then, I don't think. It's like, why are we pausing there? I think they were doing, a, they were doing the punk stuff. Yeah, you know, just living life. License to Ill didn't come out until 86, so... Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look up my Beasties history. Get back to you on that. <laughs> where were they on this date exactly? That's what I want a calendar that tells me where the Beastie Boys were every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Including now. What are they doing now? Right? Where are they? Well, I have we no idea. One of them Why? No. I knew you were going to go there as soon as they said it. And I was like, don't, don't do that. Well, you so did it. Sorry. Um, Okay, the heads up that we are recording in a new space or a different space right yeah. now. So if the audio seems a little bit weird, that's why. Yeah. Don't worry. If it sounds weird, it'll be it'll be better soon. Or if this is really good quality, it'll be worse soon. <laughs> yeah. So whichever side of the fence you're on, yeah, let us know. Stay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you are you ready to get into this episode? All right. Bring it on. Okay. Let's talk about it. So the synopsis says an injured hobo is picked up by a TV reporter and helps her find out who is stealing rare and expensive animals from a zoo. Ooh. Yeah. Again, this could have been a really good Scooby Doo episode. It would have been better as a Scooby Doo episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we start on a on a road, mm-hmm. uh, like an, a highway. I just guess. Like a, just like, like a, but it was like a grab, s- like a dirt road, like a like a side road. A side road. Yeah. And we got this red car because every car in the show is red. If it's a sports car, every it's truck red. in the show is a Ford. <laughs> yeah. And every van is an Econoline. <laughs> this is the world we live in. So it's a red car. It's uh, it's not a Corvette. And I actually should tell you right now that last night I was having drinks with a friend who. Happens to listen to the show, and he uh, very politely informed me that in season two, episode one, the balloonist, we said that it was a red Corvette she was driving. It is not a red Corvette. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> so I stand corrected. It's a Triumph something something something. Sure. It's a, not the car we thought it was. Okay. Well, do you know what is... do you know what kind of car this one is? Uh. I don't know. I didn't check. I, I was actually legitimately oh, I was asking. Like, I don't know. Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. Well, let's Could not, not say. because It's a convertible. It, it is. It's a convertible. <laughs> it's a red convertible. There's two people inside. Yep. And the hobo's on the road and he's limping. I know. Poor hobo. Yeah. And they must have taught him how to do this, I'm assuming. I'm assuming they didn't actually do something to make well, him. Well, it's like a Milo and Otis approach <laughs> oh, to things. <laughs> it's like, well, Hope they got not. four dogs. Right. This one's old, so... Yeah. Well, you know, like, he could take a month off. Exactly. Nothing to it. Just get the shot. Okay, so the the people in the car are... Their names are June. That's the woman. June Wilson. Yeah, and Grimaldi is the man. No first name. Uh, Yeah, we just get Grimaldi. Grimaldi. He is the man known as Grimaldi. (laughs) And the name suits him. He seems like a Grimaldi. Yeah, it... it, yeah, yeah, so he he mutters something about like, oh, you're gonna want to pull over. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it's an injured dog. Like you, like you're just gonna. I don't know, actually. Now I think of it. I was gonna say, I don't know if I. Well, like Hobo's gonna pull another road warrior, like he yeah. did in that one with the little girl. <laughs> right. Just he's got a little leather jacket on. <laughs> he's got some spikes coming out going. for the guzzling. <laughs> yeah, he's spraying that silver shit in his face. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Shiny and chrome. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, I mean, kudos to the hobo for doing the limp. Yep. They pull over. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, what's up, dog? Yep. You look hurt. Why don't you ride with us? We're headed somewhere that will help you. Yeah. Grimaldi's <laughs> like, he lets it slip that they're going to the zoo to do his yep. story. So mm-hmm. they're, they're a newscast team. She's like, we'll get someone to the zoo to check you out, dog. And he's like, cool. All right. I'll get in this car. <laughs> I'll so, ride along with you. So yeah, he, he hops right on in and uh, and we go to the zoo. The Metropolitan Zoo. Yes. So generic. And they've clearly just cropped out Toronto from yeah. that. <laughs> this is the Toronto Zoo. And even though like they're not saying it's a Toronto Zoo... Like, the next two minutes might as well just be an advertisement for the Toronto Zoo. Absolutely. Did you see the little train that went by? Yes. I haven't been to the zoo in a long time, but that train is still there. I've never <laughs> been to the zoo. Okay. I haven't been for, like, 15 years. Zoos make me sad. Not a huge fan of zoos. No. Mostly cons. A few pros. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, yes, definitely the Toronto Zoo. And because they keep, like... Reel. Grimaldi, as they're driving by on like this little ATV thing, he's <laughs> yeah. like, "This place is really something. It's so modern." <laughs> like, I'm waiting for the Toronto Zoo logo to like magically appear at the bottom with right. some like sparkle sounds. Just the Toronto Zoo, five dollar uh, tickets, two dollars for kids. Open Sundays. Really like that the doctor, whoever they're with, who's like describing the zoo, is talking about how the animals have so much freedom and like space as they drive past the smallest pen imaginable with like 12 giraffes yeah, in no, it. No, there's so many giraffes in there. <laughs> there's so many giraffes in this tiny pen. And I'm sure it's just like a backstage pen where they get them when they need to do like vet stuff or like feed them. I don't think it's their like pen pen, but. There's like 12 of them <laughs> crammed yeah. in here. And yeah. she's like, they have so much space and yeah. freedom. They look like a box of crayons. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're like, all just like jammed in there. Who chose that shot? Like who? It's a bad shot. Bad shot. <laughs> but what they're here for is they're here for the mystery of Wilbur, who's a missing macaw. Oh, no. Uh, Wilbur's also a girl. Did you notice that? I didn't. They keep saying her and she. Oh. So her name is Wilbur. Well. The macaw is a girl with... <laughs> Wilbur's the name. Girls can be named Wilbur. It's a strange, strange name. Just why just not name her something else or pretend it's Wilma. a boy. It's not like the bird cares. Right, birds don't. Yeah, bird don't care. <laughs> nope. Name it Wanda. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In memory. <laughs> right. Are we assuming she's dead? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> why not? i don't know what happened to wanda i hope she comes back me too i want to know um but yeah they keep there so they're doing this this newscast i think they're doing it live it seems so yeah yeah and i gotta say june is like the worst kind of reporter <sighs> yes <laughs> she has like a reporter voice she does yep she's like in this very spot here in the zoo. Meanwhile, the mystery of the missing macaw remains just that, a mystery. And you're like, get on with it. Just give me the, give me the <laughs> just, news. Just keep talk- Do you also notice that she talks about the missing macaw? And then her first question to the doctor is, like, where is he? <laughs> so where's oh, the as a matter of fact, he's right here. <laughs> I was like, really? Did you just ask where the missing macaw is? It'd be good if the doctor had like a conspiracy theory about <laughs> right. it. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> actually, the Illuminati. Yeah, the giraffes have been working together. <laughs> right, we've been making their pens smaller, so it's harder for them to move around. But somehow they're figuring it out. They've got an alliance going on with the bats. You yeah, know? that's right. <laughs> I know exactly what's going on here. Let me come. Come here. Come back to my office. Let me show you. 
<laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd watch that. Also, um, you should watch the show Zoo. Zoo? Yep. Okay. It's literally about that. All right. So. Animals working together? It's And it's the nut, the craziest thing you've ever seen. Okay. It's bananas. Okay. Right. Anyways, continue. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, June's like, where the bird at? And the doctor's like, don't know. <laughs> but June does get in. She's like, is there a chance with such an open and modern concept? <laughs> He simply <laughs> flew away yeah. the Toronto Zoo. Five dollars a ticket, two dollars for kids, open Sundays. Like also in the background are the saddest looking oh, polar those bears. Polar bears. Polar bears should never be in captivity. They get thin and, and they, they look, look sad. So sad. And like it's summer. It's gotta be summer. Oh, it's it is. So hot. And like they look so sad. Yeah. Don't like it. Well, once we've got our fill of sad polar bears, <laughs> yeah. we cut to the infirmary yeah. where the hobo is now fine. He's Yeah, what they did whatever they need to do. Oh, I guess we forgot to say that during the interview, oh, yes. they try and interview Fred, um, Fred, who is, would you say he's like a caretaker, the zookeeper? He's the zookeeper. I guess he works with the animals. He does, but he's not like a zookeeper, zookeeper. I gather he's more like an, he takes care of the animals, but he's not in charge of like yeah, I guess he's more custodial. Yeah, but like animal focused. Yeah. I don't know. Cleans the pens. Yeah. And he lets slip on air. Not even lets slip. He like straight up on air. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. like, these animals are my friends, but not anymore. <laughs> and they're like, what? And he's like, I have to retire. They're making me retire. And the doctor's like, okay, that's enough out of you. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Yeah. See you. I know. I was like, this is so obvious. Yeah. Like, Or is it a misdirect? You never it's, know with this show. Right. Because you don't know how much credit to give it on any given episode. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> Are they being clever or dumb? <laughs> yeah. So we cut to the infirmary. Hobo's fine. Grimaldi's walking. Did you notice like his giant Batman utility belt? I know. He's got so many pouches. It's like, it is legitimately a Batman utility belt. It's like I want pouches. one. <laughs> so many pouches. There's so many pouches. Which one has the smoker needs? Right. Which one's got the batarangs? Like he could do anything. I'm sure he has anything and everything in there. He's got shark repellent. Absolutely. He's going to the zoo. You you never know. Could be sharks. <laughs> There's definitely sharks. And if he falls in there, he's got repellent. the repellent. Or if they become suddenly like able to walk on land, he's good. <laughs> Darn land sharks. <laughs> Street sharks. As soon as sharks are on land, we're done. We're done. <laughs> um yeah, Hobo's cool. Everything's great. Um the doctor doesn't want to talk about Fred at all. No. Um Or wait, are we getting to the Joe bit? Not quite yet. So they're Mm -hmm. like, what about Fred? Mm -hmm. I smell a story. And she's like, let's not talk about Fred. He's retiring. (laughs) It's his last day. Meanwhile, Fred's like eight feet away. I know. He's so close. He's like a peeping Tom. He's like creeping through the bushes, literally. What is up? You're so creepy. You're so creepy, Fred. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so they they keep walking and they get to a gate where Joe shows up. Mm -hmm. Um, Joe is delivering vegetables or he's, he's, I think he's leaving actually at this point. He's leaving the zoo. Yes. Um, Joe runs a, a vegetable delivery service slash farm. I guess he runs a farm and they buy the vegetables for the animals from his yeah. farm. Yes. And he just comes and goes as pleases. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he stops up. They have a little conversation mm-hmm. with him. He does pause to say that the hobo reminds him of his previous dog, Rupert. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I was really hoping we get another flashback scene with that yeah. weird twang. <laughs> be so good. Just the same car rolling over. <laughs> Rupert's the dog. Oh, Rupert's no. the dog that made the car fall over. It's true. Or roll over. Cars don't fall over. <laughs> Rupert, Just... the magical dog. <laughs> he makes cars fall over. Pusher of cars. Yeah. Um, 
Be, so Joe looks pretty suspicious. Yeah. And June's like, well, he could drive animals out in a truck because it doesn't mm-hmm. stop at the gate like everything else. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's like, yeah, no, he's not responsible for stealing the animals. And June's like, animals? <laughs> yeah. And the doctor's like, oh, uh, <laughs> never mind. I have to go now. See you later. This doctor's the worst ever. Yeah. She's not suspicious of anyone. And yeah. she just like keeps messing up. I want to know what she's a doctor of. Right. Maybe she doesn't even work there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like from the kids hospital it's like an m night Shyamalan twist <laughs> yeah fred's there just to keep her in check <laughs> yeah she's got some sort of like i don't know issue yeah and they just let her wander around and pretend she's one she of her 24 there. personalities <laughs> yeah spoiler alert it's like shutter island <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> right where they let him think that he's solving the crime yeah yeah, yeah. not solving the crime no <laughs> no um so anyways the doctor's like yep no animals whatever bye <laughs> peace and so june and grimaldi are like well june in particular is like i want to come back tonight yeah she's like okay clearly these people are shady yeah let's come <laughs> back here tonight and let's do some investigating grimaldi's like how are we gonna do that and she's like oh you'll think of something and he's like well i, I guess <laughs> i know it's like no pressure just figure out a way to break into this zoo yeah it's not guarded <laughs> yeah no it's not full of, you know, precious and expensive things. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but we do, we do cut to the food supply gate. <laughs> yes. Where Hobo breaks in or like walks in. I was really. say he doesn't even just, break in. He just goes in. He immediately like, Dug. there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a thing in the show where it's tough because the show is good at, if you, I guess if you watch it as long as we've watched <laughs> it, we kind of forget that the dog is so well-trained. Yes. Like, we just treat Hobo like he is a character, which is, of course, what they want. Yeah. But there's scenes like this one where the Hobo, like, walks into the room, immediately jumps onto the high shelf yeah. without ever thinking about it, mm-hmm. and then, like, turns and hunkers down that you, the curtain gets pulled back a little bit, and you're like, train dog, train <laughs> yeah. dog. He's also, just... Charlie's on the top of that shelf with, like, a biscuit. <laughs> right. He's like, come on, come, come up, dog, come, come here. Up, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. He doesn't even like, I don't even know. It's just like he's hitting the beats of like, okay, I jump here. Yep. And then I jump here. They ran through it three times. He got it, yeah. right? He mm-hmm. had the inanimate rod. <laughs> yeah. The red thing. Charles has got it. <laughs> okay, lie down. <laughs> yeah. So Hobo, Hobo hops in, mm-hmm. jumps to the top shelf of this storage room. He waits for night because he's here a long time. I was going to say, he must have been just, I don't even know. So I, cramped. His bladder, an iron <laughs> right. bladder. He is a super soldier, so. <laughs> so he waits. Joe shows up. Yep. And to Joe's credit, he just delivers food. I was going to say, he just pulls out a bunch of vegetables. <laughs> but the best part is they play the most evil music I possible know. over him delivering food. It's so sinister. Like, I've never been so terrified by a basket of carrots before. I was like, what's in the carrots? Yeah, it's like, like, a, like something's going to pop out of it. <laughs> right. Like a leprechaun or a bomb. <laughs> like... It's so true, though. <laughs> Those are your two choices, by yeah, the way. Leprechauns a leprechaun and, bomb. and a bomb. That seems reasonable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With this <laughs> Which show. do you fear more? <laughs> the leprechaun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, at least I know what the bomb's going to do. <laughs> right. You never know what a leprechaun's going to do. So unpredictable. Could be a friend, could not be. Right. It could, be, could be your friend until it decides it doesn't want to be. I saw be. leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Best credit she has. Blockbuster movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. Now that the leprechaun's out, yeah, we cut to the animal cages. Yep, which are full of depressed animals. So sad looking. Also, June and Grimaldi are there, and they're sneaking around. Yeah. And then, guess what we find? <gasps> it's a mountain lion. 
It is. I was so excited when it's I saw it. It's a cougar. That. I was like, it's a cougar. Where's the danger disco? <laughs> Never shows up. And we don't get a cougar like the, the roar or whatever. We get a, he makes a noise. Yeah, but not like the same, like, like, not like a good one. It's pretty good. Okay, fine. I think your standards, <laughs> I mean, you got to go back and watch episode, season one, episode one again. They're not that good. And just be, it's just in my head, you know, how you do that. You just like yeah. make it better do than Do you think it is the same cougar? Yes. You think they just, they have it on like. <laughs> retainer yeah <laughs> it's the only cougar that works in toronto <laughs> yeah it's, it's not the only cougar in toronto though <laughs> many of those <laughs> <laughs> um meanwhile while they're investigating fred shows up with what i think is probably the weakest flashlight in the history of flashlights how he could see anything it's like a single candle it's <laughs> so bad you might as well a hold a single candle in front of him like, <laughs> yeah it's the weakest it's so bad it's like so bad. it's like he's using his watch to reflect a neon light from another room it's so true yeah i don't know how he sees anything but <laughs> no. he comes in mm-hmm. and does it show his face or do we just give away spoiler alert it's fred i think no they don't show it okay spoiler alert it's, it's fred fred stealing the animals <laughs> yeah he steals and uh, for a second i thought he was gonna steal the adult cougar yeah. and i was <laughs> Would like, have been amazing <laughs> like wow like yeah. bold very bold <laughs> these animals my friends oh it won't attack me no look he's just giving me love bites just a big old hug just a big hug <laughs> he's just caressing my neck with all of his teeth that's how he shows affection that's right <laughs> so you can stop that now i'm bleeding <laughs> goodbye cruel world <laughs> <laughs> so he steals the cougar cub the cub so cute why does so he steal the cub no idea especially if he loves these animals he says these animal these animals are his friends and they need him he just kidnapped this a baby cub is like a month old yeah you don't even know this cub you have no no clue steal another bird get one of the giraffes out right? i want to see you steal one of those and sneak it out i think he's only stealing the things that he could fit in his car pretty much yeah that's his criteria i want to see him ride that giraffe out of the out of the zoo <laughs> he just needs to get that convertible that's right. I could sit in the back of the little red convertible. Right. Till it hits the first gate. You gotta be very strategic yeah. about your route. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um Meanwhile, June and Grimaldi are, are walking and we get a very sudden horn, which I thought was very fun. Yeah. Out Actually gave me a start the first time. Yeah. I was like, what is that? <laughs> um and it's it's the doctor. And the doctor's like, hey, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, hey, what are you doing here? And it's like, no, no, the doctor has a point. She works here. You should answer her question. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. You guys are doing the B&E. You're definitely the ones breaking the law. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they hear a noise. They run off. And the doctor discovers that the cougar cub is missing, kidnapped. Oh, no. (gasps) Yeah. When she finds this out, she calls June over. Right? Which is really weird, because like if I was the doctor, mm-hmm. I'm working at my place. I come out to the cages at night. There's two people I told not to be around, around, and then I find a cage empty. I'm blaming those people, right? Like, it's not gonna be Joe, <laughs> no. Because immediately, like, she calls June over, and June's like, "It must have been Joe," and they try and chase Joe down, but he's gone. His truck's gone. <gasps> Poor Joe. I'm not suspecting Joe. <laughs> Right? I'm suspecting the two people that shouldn't be there. <laughs> the two who broke in. I don't know how long they've been there for. Maybe they kidnapped more of them. Maybe they've got a little red convertible <laughs> with a giraffe in the back. <laughs> right, just sitting there waiting to go. Yeah, it's just... 
Check out their car. It's just sitting there, waiting, smoking a freedom cigarette. <laughs> just like, let me go. <laughs> yeah. It's got his shades on. Yeah. No one's going to recognize him. <laughs> He's like, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. It's cool. Let's get mm. out of here. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. This doctor is the dumbest. Yeah. She's so dumb. <laughs> um, they, they miss Joe's truck, though. They try and chase Joe down for whatever reason. <laughs> Hobo shows up and he's got Fred's hat. Yep. Which he's found. Um, so they go find Fred, naturally, because mm-hmm. they have his hat. Yep. Got to go return that. Um, Fred's loading up his car mm-hmm. and he's like, well, You guys looking for me? And they're like, Yeah, we have your hat. And he's like, Well, that's cool. By the way, uh, remember, you <laughs> fired me, so I'm going home now with my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also got to say, Fred's got a sweet car. I know, right? Like, apparently the zoo pays very well. That's a retro ride like, for, like, 1980. I feel like that's a 1950s mm. kind of vehicle. Whoever. It, hey, Mike, friend who, <laughs> friend who can, <laughs> told me that it's not a Corvette. Please watch this episode. Tell me what kind of car this is. <laughs> and now anytime we have car questions, just so you know. Everybody ask we're Mike. We're calling you out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fred's got a sweet ride. And... <laughs> In the back, once he gets in, also the hobo goes with him. Which I know is the weird. hobo just like jumps in. Yeah, okay. bizarre. All right, Fred's got a sweet ride. He's got a cougar in the back, <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> He's having a good life. <laughs> He's having a good life. It's a cougar magnet, <laughs> except the cougar's the cougar cub. <laughs> yeah. So the doctor breaks down at this point, and it's like, it's not one animal. It's actually five animals, and maybe it's Joe because Joe. This used to be Joe's land. He sold the land to the zoo, but not willingly. Yeah. So he's got motive. I mean, we all know it's Fred at this point, so this is kind of redundant. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. So Fred's driving along in his car, and we get like one of those classic like underlit scenes where like they light from the dash up, and then yes. there's just clearly two like stagehands rocking the car back and forth because you can't see anything outside of the car, right? No. It's just dark. Yeah. Um. So Fred explains to the hobo he's stealing the cub because they're his friends. He says he doesn't like the... Wait. No, Joe says that. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Fred and Joe are easy to mix up, even though they're completely the different people. Them. It's just like... It's so bad. Um, so we, we go to the next day. We're yeah. back at the zoo. Mm-hmm. June's doing another interview. Um, she finishes up by being like, hey, it's a mystery still. Mm-hmm. We're looking for these mm-hmm. animals. Another one got kidnapped last night. Yep. And then for whatever reason, and maybe Katie, you could tell me why. Okay. For whatever reason, Grimaldi suddenly decides to just start putting the moves on June. I know. <laughs> he just, I mean. He's like, I got a story that you can unfold. He's, yeah, he's just, oh, God. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. There's been like a run of several episodes where it's a male and a female character. And always halfway through, all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, but also there's some tension. Yeah. And some flirting. And you're like, I, Why? Okay, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only person no. who is like, why are we bothering with it's like a B plot in a show that really only has room for an A plot? Basically, and they like only very briefly, like every now and then, have some odd... It's 15 minutes into a 22-minute episode. Like, like, why? It's so unnecessary. You're in the middle of the second act here. <laughs> Let's just cut this out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not um, needed. So we, we go to Fred's farm. Yes. Fred is is super delusional. Oh, he's crazy. He's taken his bird for a walk. Yep. Hobo's observing. Yep. Um, he puts the macaw. This is Wilbur, the macaw. The lady macaw. The lady, the lady macaw. It's a good name, actually. <laughs> good wrestling name. <laughs> it's a good wrestling name. Just keep that. In case you ever go into wrestling. Copyright. There you go. Um, puts the macaw on a fence. 
Mm-hmm. He's talking to the hobo and is like, oh, here's that baby cougar. You guys are already friends. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure if that dog could get that cougar for like two minutes, it'd eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Take when was the last time hobo ate? <laughs> right? He must be so hungry. You think they fed him in that infirmary? They did not. No, no. He's not going to eat your carrots. <laughs> what is this? Vegetables? <laughs> I'm a direct descendant from wolves. <laughs> right. Strictly meat. Yes. <laughs> So Fred makes the fatal mistake of letting oh. the cougar Cause out of its... Because he just talked about how he's the only one who can care for these animals. That's <laughs> why he's taking them away. He's the only one who can care for them this well. Yeah. And, and he, he immediately just opens the cage. And lets it run. And, lets it, and it just runs. It books it. <laughs> right. It's like He's trying to move it somewhere. He had a, From he the has field a pen to or something. Pen. Why didn't you just pick up the cage? And put it in the pen and then open the cage. Yeah. Fred, you're so terrible at this. These animals are not safe in your care. They are definitely not. <laughs> so the cougar cub runs up a tree. Hobo can't get it. Fred's like, well, I'll show you, cougar cub. <laughs> right. I'm a man. Oh. And man, they we invented ladders. <laughs> so Just goes, for this purpose. He gets a rickety old wooden ladder. He pops it up against a tree. And once you know it, he gets right up to like the second last step. And the ladder breaks. And some poor stunt double dressed up like an old man. <laughs> yeah. Had to bail to the ground. Takes takes a tumble. <laughs> I honestly thought he was dead for a second. <laughs> it's like, it's a very different episode. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, this place, this show has gone to some dark places. <laughs> then they come back and find Fred and the cougar cubs eating his face. That's, in my dark, dark mind. That's where I was yeah. like, that'd be an interesting place to go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all the animals just turn. <laughs> yeah, I'll turn on them. Yeah. That's right. Well, but no, Hobo, he's just unconscious. Hobo's, yeah. So Hobo <laughs> needs help. So he, he runs to, to Joe's farm. Yep. We don't know how far this is. I'm assuming they're neighbors. It must be close. Because it seems like, it, well, I mean, time means nothing in the show, but yeah, it seems very close. So, and this is actually probably the best part of the episode, in my opinion, because <laughs> he shows up and Joe is bailing hay in a tweed vest and a fedora. <laughs> I know. It's a very interesting very fashion combo. formal formal for, for bale and hay for a guy who works on a farm yeah but he's like yeah. get out of your dog i don't like dogs no more he seems very upset yes because hobo reminds him of his dog <laughs> rupert yeah and so he's like get out of your dog he's and, through with dogs yeah so hobo runs off and as he's going joe says hey, be careful on that road now you hear which is <laughs> just enough for you to realize <laughs> that rupert <laughs> May have ended his life on the highway. I was say, I feel like uh, that is where Rupert's final stand yep. was. Yep. Still very traumatic for Joe. It is. Yeah. Joe has more character depth than anyone else in this episode. Actually, he really does. And yeah, he has a minute and a half of screen time. <laughs> but he, he really does well with it. He does. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we, uh, we go out of the road. Hobo gets out there and he spots June and Grimaldi. We're in back their... on the same road and they're in the same car. Yeah, he fakes his injury again. Yep. Um, they slow down to pick him up again, mm-hmm. except this time he hops into the car and he like paws at the macaw picture that they just have sitting in the back of their convertible. Yeah, so it's not gonna fly away. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> um, and then he hops out, so they're like, "We gotta follow this dog." They say something about him being like Joe's lawyer. Oh, don't yeah. quite remember where that was going. It was an odd comment, yeah. Also, um, Grimaldi starts like freaking out about June's driving, even though oh. she's only driving at like 20 kilometers an hour and perfectly. I know. I was going to say she's not doing anything dangerous at all. Yeah. And he is, yeah, like very upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> he says something. I don't remember. I didn't write it it's, down. It's just 
like, dumb. This is dumb. He, I think he just wanted to drive. Yes. Because earlier he made the comment about wanting to drive. Yeah. You don't get to drive, Gamaldi. No, it's June's car. She drives. It's hers. Yeah, Clearly she owns it. She driver. bought it. <laughs> yeah. Just put, just keep your stupid belt. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so they roll on up to Fred's farm again. Yep. And immediately they recognize Wilbur sitting on a fence. Just chilling. So they're like, oh, no. They run over. Hobo leads him to Fred. Who's only now waking up. Yeah. Fred's got it. Like, that's a grade A concussion. Absolutely. Don't they say if you're unconscious for more than like a minute? Yeah. That's like serious you need immediate damage. medical care. Yeah. This um, guy was unconscious for like 10. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> easy. So like they, they get Fred up and Fred is very coherent for someone who's been knocked unconscious. Very, yes. But he immediately spills the beans. I know. He just gives it up entirely. He's like, you realize why I had to do this? I don't, it didn't mean any harm. Yeah. And they're also like, is everything okay? He's like, I think I broke my leg. <laughs> yeah. He's just not sure though. No. Like, oh, and then there's that whole exchange between Grimaldi and Wilson where Grimaldi's like, know anything about first aid she's like and she's like yeah call an ambulance fair enough <laughs> i was like yeah good point yeah why don't you make yourself what's your pouch you got a <laughs> right. splint in that pouch you must have something yeah Come first on. aid spray anything <laughs> there's got to be something um cougar cup still on the tree yeah just chilling just chilling above out, them watching <laughs> learning yeah hobo should take it under his wing it should be hobo's robin that's right <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be amazing. You could have a little pouch for the first couple episodes. Yeah. And then it could ride on his back. And then he could ride on its, its back because it's going to get big. Right. And then it'll be his defender. That's right. <laughs> Swinging traps. Right. Um, so we fade on out. We're back at the zoo for the final broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, June finishes her horrible, horrible uh, broadcast. It's no good. I'm sorry, June. Um, and she's like, we'll set up another one over here by this, by the macaw. Come on, dog. Yeah. And Hobo's like, yeah, no. He's like, I can't have my face seen on camera. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> um, June does also say during the broadcast that they're not pressing any charges. Oh, yes. So Fred got away with stealing six exotic animals. They said it was a misunderstanding. Yeah, it's not like, a misunderstanding. The man does, stole your animals. How does justice work in this world? It doesn't. Like, I t- it makes no sense. <laughs> so many people get off of very serious crimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why? He's good. <laughs> Yeah, he's fine. He's going to go live his retirement. Yep. Just uh, by himself, alone. Yep. Just. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so Hobo's yeah. out. Yep. He's gone. He doesn't want the interview. He doesn't want the fame. No, he's not um, in it for that. And we wrap up the episode in the only way possible with Grimaldi putting more moves on uh, June. Making some cheesy line and her just being like, yeah. Finally giving in. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't fight this anymore. That's right. You're just going to keep harassing me and I need this job. <laughs> we work together. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real happy ending <laughs> the end <laughs> done uh yep that's that's the episode that's the episode any any thoughts <laughs> it was a i've said this before aggressively fine uh, yeah it a, was a five out of ten yeah it's i'm not gonna remember it like i had to nope. rewatch it like yesterday night just to remind myself of what actually happened <laughs> not much really <laughs> no not a lot it, for like a an episode that has animals in it Right? I was expecting them to do more with the animals. Right? And I do feel like it definitely was an ad for the Toronto Zoo. Yes. But, like, that's a terrible ad <laughs> for a zoo. <laughs> our security's terrible. <laughs> right. Our animals go missing and our doctors are dumb. Yeah. And our, you know, employees are crooks. So. But our infirmary can fix your German, German shepherd. shepherd. Absolutely. <laughs> the Toronto Zoo. A plus. $5 still. <laughs> $2 children. Open Sundays. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> awesome. Do you do you have a hobo harm 
I said zero. Yeah, also zero. She did nothing. Nothing. No. Unless they really did break his paw. Okay, in which case, 10. 10, yeah. <laughs> so, but I don't think they did. No. I think they just trained him real yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a hobo fight? I, I struggled to pick a hobo fight for this, so it's not a good one. Okay, well, that's okay, because I don't even have... I have a I have a hobo collaboration. <laughs> oh, switching it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my hobo fight was Dr. Devereaux okay. versus Sarah, the doctor from the episode with the chimpanzee. Okay. Because they're both terrible doctors. They're both pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> so they're going to fight. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Mine is uh, the writer of this episode alongside anyone that could make it interesting. <laughs> Ow. Ooh. Needs a collaboration. They definitely need some help. Between this and the pearls, I'm starting Uh, to lose faith here. Wonder if this person wrote the pearls. I don't know. I'm still looking forward to Ghost Rig. I'm very excited for that. That's going to be the make and break for (laughs) whoever. Christine? 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 Something like that, yeah. Uh, Foster? I think so. Sure. We'll go with that. We'll say it's Christine Foster. (laughs) You can just edit in the right name. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Cool. Okay, well. Onwards and upwards. On to the next episode. Okay, next episode is called Sailing Away. And the synopsis reads, An inexperienced sailor deals with her frustrations by sailing in dangerous conditions. Fortunately, she has the hobo with her to help her when she gets into trouble. You think there'll be pirates in this one? (sighs) One could hope. One could dream. One could hope. (laughs) Cool. Also, I just had Come Sail Away stuck in my head the whole time. Come Sail Away. Come sail away, come, come and sail away with me. me. Yeah, right? I'm going to totally not put that in <laughs> for the sake it. of everybody's eardrums. <laughs> Thank you. Wise choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in now. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well, right. <laughs> till we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Come sail away with us. <laughs> if it wasn't copyrighted, I'd fade it out right here. <laughs> Just... Uh, find some weird cover version. That's Stick right. it in. <laughs> like a digital file. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>